are some procedures you can do to lighten the actual tattoo if it's too dark or, you know, maybe laser. But with some certain skin types, such as melanated skin tones, those will not pull the tattoo out of your skin. So you really have to be careful and you have to do your research on who you choose to do your permanent makeup procedures or semi-permanent brow procedures. Welcome to the Brows & Co. Show, your backstage pass to the world of brows, beauty, and business. I'm your host, Keisha Taylor, and I'm thrilled to have you with us for this weekly episode. Get ready to immerse yourself in the fascinating world of beauty trends, brow secrets, and the ins and outs of the beauty industry. Whether you're a beauty enthusiast, a business owner, or just curious about what goes on behind the scenes, you're in for a treat. So without further ado, let's explore the magic that happens when beauty meets business on the Brows & Co. Show. Welcome to the Brows & Co. Show. I'm Keisha Taylor, CEO and franchisor of Brows & Company and your host of the Brows & Co. Show. So on today's episode, I'm giving you this tea. This is for potential clients or clients or people considering permanent makeup, such as Nano brows, powder brows, microblading, lip blushing, eyeliner, scalp micro pigmentation, and all of the above. I just want to give you the scope on permanent makeup because we get a lot of clients that come in here and they really don't understand the research that they need to do or the education that they need to have before doing this procedure. Let's get into it. Let me give you the scope, the tea, however you want to say it. But permanent makeup is a form of tattooing okay it's a form of tattooing some permanent makeup can be permanent like a tattoo is permanent when we're talking about microblading powder brows and ombre brows those are considered semi-permanent those are not permanent the only brow procedure that's permanent is a tattoo like the old school tattoos that they used to do like 10 years ago where you have like the block in the middle and the blocky shape that's the only thing that's permanent everything else is semi-permanent so if you have microblading or powder brows or nano brows and you pan them longer than two years that is a skin scarring issue that means you have a permanent tattoo that means that that artist went too deep into the hyperdermis layer of the skin and created a scar, which is a permanent tattoo. Just like these over here, a tattoo is nothing but a scar dressed up with, with color and design. Okay, so I just want to make sure that you understand that from the beginning, that all of these permanent makeup procedures are tattoo procedures. But the brow procedures are semi-permanent, not like tint and henna. Well, tint and henna, it's just, it's temporary. Tint and henna is temporary. It lasts about 7 to 21 days. Then you have microblading, nano brows, powder brows, micro shading, whatever you want to call it. That is semi-permanent. Results last between 12 and 18 months. Then you have a brow tattoo, which is forever. You can't get rid of it. There are some procedures you can do to lighten the actual tattoo if it's too dark or, you know, maybe laser. But with some certain skin types, such as melanated skin tones, those will not pull the tattoo out of your skin. So you really have to be careful 
and you have to do your research on who you choose to do your permanent makeup procedures or semi-permanent brow procedures. One of the things that I highly recommend is first, when you are doing your searches, narrow it down to three permanent makeup studios or three people that do permanent makeup in your area. When I say your area, because it's easy to get to, you know, maybe somewhere less than an hour from your home, 30 minutes to an hour. It's easy to get to and to go and talk to this artist if you have to go afterward or maybe in between lunch or something like that. Narrow it down to three people. Call. Call the studio or call the person who will be responsible for doing the services. Ask questions. Make sure that they answer their phone or they are returning your call within 24 hours. Don't text them. This is a procedure that is cutting incisions onto your face. Please give the person a call. Get as much information. Ask what you have to do prior to the procedure. What you have to do after the procedure. Is there any downtime? Can you work out? Can you go to work? Are you going to scan? How's your skin going to look? Those are questions that you should be asking. The price should be the last question that you ask. Let me tell you something. If somebody is tattooing or drawing something on my face, I don't care what the price is. I want to make sure that you are qualified. So make sure that the person is qualified. Please do not ask, well, how much is microblading? And then they say $2.99 and you book your appointment and boom. And then you get something that's not up to your standard, but then you didn't do the research. So I'm telling you, as a CEO, as an owner, as a trainer, as a client, is to always do your research. Do not be afraid to ask for before, after, and heal results. These are photos that the artist can text to you or email to you so that you can get an idea of their work or their style of work. If you've been referred from a, a friend, that's fine, but you still want to do your due diligence. Keep in mind, all skin types are different. Everybody is different. People heal different. So although you got a referral, you still want to call and you want to make sure that it's someone that you connect with and that you vibe with because you don't want someone working on your face that have attitude or have anxiety going on or all kinds of stuff. So it's real important that you give the person or the studio a call and it's important for them to answer your calls. So one red flag is if they don't return your call or they don't answer your email, do not get them to do your service, okay? Do not get them to do your service because they don't care about your personal experience because it is about the experience. I know when we see clients here, sometimes it's hard to get back to people, but we try our best um, to contact you by email. We try our best to give you a call back, um, to reach out to you in some format, but people should be available especially if you want them to put some kind of tattoo on your face. As a client and someone who's looking for permanent makeup, make sure that you are looking for good signs and bad signs. Now, all reviews won't be good. There will be people who leave reviews about people that's just not true because at some point, maybe they were mad that they couldn't get on the person's schedule or maybe the the person didn't do what exactly they wanted them to do. And that's another thing. Permanent makeup or semi-permanent brows 
it really depends on your skin and the hair that you have already. Some people want looks that they just can't get. Like, that's like me going to a permanent makeup artist and saying, I want brows like Kim Kardashian. Well, I don't have the face like Kim Kardashian. My brows sit low, so I don't have space up here to, to get those high, thick brows. I would still like a full brow, so I would love it if the artist told me the truth. Like, hey, we might can't give you Kim Kardashian brows, but we can give you full brows that shape your frame. Oh, going into this procedure with realistic expectation, don't have no brows and want to get Kim Kardashian brows. That, that's a big jump. You know, you want to meet that person in the middle, get full brows. And then if you like what you have, then doing your touch-up, you can go a little bit thicker, a little bit darker. But we all have customized proportions to our face. And brows that look good on, say, my sister may not look good on me. My sister like a dramatic brow. I don't. I like a more natural brow. And these are things that you need to talk to your artists about. And that's why it's important that you speak with them. Booking a consultation can be so valuable to your procedure. It, it could make the outcome be as beautiful as possible. Don't be afraid to book that consultation. Go in, speak to the artist, take a peek around, see if it's clean and in a place where you want to lay down and you want them to open up your skin. These are things that you have to look for. These are things that you have to be concerned with. Are they disposing of things properly? Are they using no needles? You know, these are things that you have to ask. These are things that you have to check for. Now, when our client is getting a service, all of our needles are brand new out the pack. And nobody should be reusing anything, okay? That's just, it's not proper and it's against the law anyway. The artist should be showing you the needle prior to getting started so that you see that it's brand new and it has a lot number and expiration date okay everything that comes out of a package needs to have a lot number and expiration date and you as a client you need to open your eyes and really ask for those things before that procedure is started on you because if something happened happen after the procedure you want to be able to rule that part out if you know maybe you could have got like a infection from bacitracin ointment. That's another thing, putting things on your skin, not knowing how to care for the wound, because that's what it is. So care for the wound or the incision after the procedure. And maybe you may have put an antibiotic ointment on your skin and was allergic to that. You want to be able to rule out the needle part. Like, yeah, I saw the needle. It was brand new. It came out of the pad. You have to rule things out so that you know what happened in the process. Don't take this procedure lightly. Make sure that you are doing your research. Make sure that you are calling the artist or calling the location that you want to go to. Narrow it down. Make sure that pricing is definitely not the factor for you making your final decision. Make sure that you book a consultation, especially if you're unsure about the procedure that is best for your skin or best for your face. Don't be afraid when you go in for your consultation to ask them to draw the shape in for you. We do that over here. We don't have no problem doing that. We want you to be as comfortable with the procedure as possible. This also goes for lips and eyeliner too. Do not book a lip procedure without knowing what you're getting into. 
you know, these procedures are not painless either. There is some discomfort to it when you get these procedures done. They are cosmetic procedures. So I hope this was helpful. We bring in more episodes like this to you. I hope that as a client or a potential client of somewhere, even browsing company, that you do your due diligence and that you're checking for everything and that you're well-educated on the procedure that you would like to get before booking your appointment. And I also included a free download for you to print out or just pull up on your computer with 20 questions that you should be asking your microblading brow or permanent makeup artist before you actually book the appointment with with them. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel and follow us anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. I'm Keisha Taylor, CEO and franchisor of Browsing Company and your host of the Browsing Co. Show. And I'll see you on the next episode. That concludes another enlightening episode of the Browsing Co. Show. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can catch up on previous episodes and stay connected with me on all social media platforms at Keisha Taylor for the latest updates. If you found this episode inspiring or informative, please consider sharing it with your friends, colleagues, or anyone passionate about beauty and business. Your support means the world to me. I'll be back next week with fresh insights, exciting stories, and more gems from the beauty industry. So until then, keep shining stay curious and never stop pursuing your dreams in the world of beauty and business thank you for tuning in to the browsing co show make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast network and i'll see you on the next episode